Welcome to The Home Place, another program with Carolyn and Paul. And today, as you've already seen, our topic is what every husband dreads. So what's this going to be about? Is it going to be finances? No, actually, it's a uh, topic about marriage and communication in marriage. So what does every husband dread? Well, there's a lot of things, but here in the Bible, Proverbs 19 and verse 13, it says, A foolish child is a father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like the constant dripping of a leaky roof. Oh. <laughs> I hear some dripping right now. Yeah. Huh. Gets on your nerves after a while, huh? Huh? Yeah, drip, drip, drip. So what is it every guy dreads? A nagging wife. Coming home to a nagging wife. Yeah, you worked hard, you come home, <laughs> and you just want a bit of peace and quiet. And you got to do this, and you got to do that. And la, 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 la. Now, you know, some people are like that. Some some guys are like that. Some mm -hmm. ladies are like that. You and know, oftentimes, kids are like that. Children often too. Yeah, yeah. and the children are a little bit more um, raw in this. Basically, they just keep on you. Sometimes keep on you until they wear you down, and you say, "Oh, just do it." So, what is nagging at the core? What, at, what it's just at the core. It's I want my way. I want, I want, and I know you're not listening, or you're not into it, or you disagree, but I'm going to keep asking. Until I get it. Now, what stops nagging would be no more. Done. Finished. We're not doing it. End. So how does that happen? Sometimes that doesn't stop it, though, I guess. People mm -hmm. keep going. Maybe not. There's a quote here that I found that was really helpful on this, this topic as we discussed it. It says, do not try to compel each other to do as you wish. That's kind of what we were saying with the child until they wear the parent down, to do as you wish. You cannot do this and retain each other's love. Manifestations of self-will destroy the peace and happiness of the home. Let not your married life be one of contention. If you do, you will both be unhappy. Both unhappy. Okay, so, because the wife's not happy because she's not getting... I mean, we're putting this on the wife's doing the nagging because that's more common, but it can go the other mm -hmm. way. But the wife's not happy because she's making this request over and over again. And he's not happy because obviously, guys, they we like to please our wives. Of course we do. And it's, we, it's just like, I wish that would go away. So he's not happy. She's not happy. It's this stalemate. Be kind in speech and gentle in action, giving up your own wishes. Watch well your words, for they have a powerful influence for good or for ill. That giving up your own wishes, um, you had an experience in early married life of giving those up to God. How did that go? Well, yeah, so I was going to say, how, how did this work in our married, <coughs> married life? Well, yes, I nagged because I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to. And so we'd been married not very long and we were living on a trailer park in a little travel trailer trying to save up some money to buy a home. And um, at that time, I was doing all our laundry by hand, or I would go to the laundromat sometimes, but it's expensive and it's, you know, a distance to go. And so for the most part, I was doing it by hand until it got to winter time and I was doing it in cold water. That was just, anyway, that was the way things were set up. And so I had seen this little itty bitty drainer top, sink top washer. 
and I thought, man, if we could just have that, that would be so helpful. I wouldn't have to get my hands in the water, and you could do it better and quicker. And so I began, I researched where to find one, and I showed my hubby where to find one. The problem for me was, right at that point, as Carolyn already uh, alluded to, we were broke. <laughs> I mean, we were really hard up. I was the one managing the finances. So, yeah, I could see it was a good idea, but I, we couldn't afford it. And so I would ask him and then I would do the laundry and think, I've got to do something. And I would ask him. And, and, and I would think, no, we can't do that. And if we could two would pass and I would ask him. Finally, I found one, a used one in the local paper and it was really cheap. And I'm like, see, we could we could get this one. So. <laughs> I, I had already decided, not that I communicated this and not that it should have just been my decision, but I had decided we weren't going to get it because we couldn't afford it. So you can see the, the, the problem we're in now. You want it. I don't want it. You want it. I don't want it. And it just goes and, on. And you and know on. what happens, ladies, when we have this type of thing. It's like, well, if he was doing the laundry, he'd have bought one long ago, right? Because... And if she was doing the finances, she would realize that we couldn't <laughs> afford one. She stopped asking. So here we are. So anyway, how do we solve that? Well, in my prayer time, just around the during this kind of time that we were, this was going on, I was just asking the Lord about it. What do I do? Do I, you know, what, can you just like, could you get through to him? Because I'm not getting through to him. And I just had this deep thought that, I didn't need to keep asking him and that God would take care of it. And, and I just finally left it in the Lord's hands and I just said, okay, Lord, if we're supposed to get one of these, put that in his heart to make that decision. And if we're not, take away the desire for that from my heart. And that was what I did. Now, that's so simple. It's and almost so simple, so you just miss it. Yeah, so that's what she did. What she didn't know was that I was reading a book in my quiet time um, about how to have a, you know, a better family. And I came across a section here about um, providing conveniences for the wife because oftentimes wives are to so... lighten her labors. Yeah, it was an old book and, you know, it's where they were doing the laundry by hand. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was talking about... Does that you know, mean I'm old? Uh, you are <laughs> old and beautiful. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> so... I was reading this and also since you had stopped nagging on the topic and it had gone silent, I thought, oh, she's stopped. And that was that was a good thing. But then it gave me a chance to think. And then the Lord started talking to me. And then I read this stuff in my quiet time about, you know, how these uh, I call them labor saving devices, you know, conveniences are a good thing to lighten the load of the wife. And I thought, man. We should do this. And I prayed about it. Yeah, we should do so, this. So really what you're saying is the Lord was nagging on you now. And well, I mean he, that in respect. But when the Lord nags, he does it in such a much better way than <laughs> any person can do. I mean, you're you're great, but you're nagging great. And his nagging, Doesn't, I mean, he's like, God, you can't. You can't argue not with to him. <laughs> so anyway, I ended up saying to Carolyn, "Look, forget getting that used one. You know, that it's it's only a little bit cheaper than a, a a regular one. So we got a new one, and your burden was lightened. But more than the laundry getting done, we learned a precious lesson. I learned a powerful lesson, and so over the years that have followed, that doesn't mean that I have never nagged. Does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I forget sometimes, but when I remember, I just go to the Lord and I'll just say, you know, here's the situation. If this is not meant to be happening, take the desire away from me. 
or put the desire in my heart if it's something that I don't want to do that he thinks we should do and if you know if this is meant to be happening put it in his heart and then I just leave it there and here's the interesting thing there's been several times many times when, oh yeah when it's almost become a little me, bit of a joke and it'll now. be like wifey have you been praying for something about something to do with me and I'm like why would that be <laughs> I just want to end guys it it shouldn't have to be that your wife nags on you eventually gives up takes it to the lord and the lord talks to you that works but you know even better is when your wife says hey sweetheart should we get a you know a sink top washing machine or whatever it is the situation shelves up in the closet you know the flat tire fixed on the vehicle or whatever then if we listen god gave us two eyes uh, two ears sorry um if we will listen, we can save a lot of the nagging. It's when we tune out that the nagging starts. So really you can't blame your wife for nagging. If you listen to her first time and you had a good conversation about it and you prayed about it, there wouldn't be any nagging. So oftentimes the wife's nag because the guys don't listen. So guys, listen. If you don't listen to your wife, if she goes quiet, make sure you do listen to the Lord. Because that's what she'll be doing, talking to him. Anyway, what every... Uh, Husband dreads is a nagging wife. So hope today's program was helpful to you. And God bless till we see you next time.